Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Monday, my friend. Yeah, first day of the week. And welcome, of course, to yet another Andy Goldstein Talks for Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Don't forget, of course, I'm back on Drive today at 4pm with the sneaker freak himself. Oh, I've got so many trainers down there. Anyway, we begin today's potty thingy by looking back, of course, on Sunday's Premier League action as Spurs started life without Harry Kane with a draw at Brentford and Chelsea drew with Liverpool. Brentford 2, Tottenham 2 and Emerson Royale with a first time right footed finish from the edge of the D that has flown into the bottom corner. Before this game we were asking who was going to score the goals for Tottenham now that they've lost the 30 goals of Harry Kane well the answer in this first half has been their defenders. Romero with the first, Royale with the goal late into injury time. And what did you make of James Madison's performance today? Two assists for him. Yeah really pleased, he worked hard for the team you know and uh Again, he'll get better as well once we get a better understanding of the way we want to play, particularly in that front third. I thought we just could have taken a few more risks, but overall I thought he, you know, he had a really good, solid first game up. I'll put that responsibility on myself anyway. I always have done whatever club, at Coventry, at Norwich, at Aberdeen, at Leicester, and now here. I'll put that responsibility on myself because I'm a creative midfielder and that's my job. That's what I'm in the team to do is assists and goals, creating and scoring goals, that's what, that's what I have to do, that's, otherwise I won't play. So uh, I'll do that anyway with or without Harry. Thomas, your side's making a bit of a habit, aren't you? Of first home games of a Premier League season and them being pretty bonkers. Yeah, 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 crazy. Um, you know, I, it was so good to start the Premier League, so good to be back, so good to see, play in front of our, our fans, so good to, to see that we are such a difficult uh, team to play against. So uh, yeah, that was pleasing. And the games that you didn't have Ivan Tony last season, you coped very well. Did we see a sign of that again today with Brian and Johan being the guys to lead the line and them getting on the score sheet? Yeah, definitely. Um, of course, um, you guys will probably ask about Ivan until the two of them hopefully scored a few more goals and you will not ask about him more anymore before he's, he's coming back in January. Uh, but uh, strong belief from me that we had goal scores enough um, in, the, in the squad and then they proved it again today. 
I was trying to phrase it as a compliment about how, <laughs> how, how well they did. Uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> well, Chelsea, they may be winning the race for Moises Caicedo, but there are no victors in this particular battle. Liverpool, the better team for much of the first half, took a deserved lead when Mo Salah played a pass through the eye of a needle. Luis Diaz on the end of it to side foot beyond Robert Sanchez and put the visitors in front. That goal cancelled out by Axel de Sassi. A goal on his Premier League debut after Liverpool had failed to deal with the corner. It was a scuffed effort that beat Alisson. Both teams had goals ruled out for offside in the first half following VAR reviews. Mo Salah thought he put Liverpool 2 0 in front. Ben Chilwell, soon after that equaliser, also had a goal chalked off. The second half wasn't anywhere near as dramatic. And I think over the course of the 90 minutes, probably a draw is a fair result. Is that five times in the last seven Premier League meetings these two have played out as they mate? A point for Pochettino in his first game as Chelsea manager. And it finishes at Stamford Bridge in the big game of the opening weekend. Chelsea won, Liverpool won. It were beautiful goals. One was this allowed for really close um, offside, which is fine. They scored their two goals. Not bad ones as well. 1-1, one, one, half-time. Second half was now clear. It will, be a bit, will become a bit wild. The crowd was now there. Uh, wanted to see the team winning. That makes a difference in a game like this. Energy-wise, because it was hard for both teams, really hard. So in the end, yeah, we had our moments, they had their moments. Both teams could have won. It ended as a draw. Big breaking news, Sam, but we can now report at TalkSport that Chelsea are indeed expected to reach an agreement with Brighton for Moises Caicedo. Maurizio, you must be excited though about the prospect of Caicedo and Fernandes. That could be some partnership in midfield. Well, I think uh, I am happy with the performance today. Uh, I cannot talk about players that are not in, in, in uh, don't belong here uh, to us. You know, uh, we are trying to different, you know, different possibility, explore different possibility. But of course, uh, the belief is there. I am so happy with the, with all the players that were involved today. Massive effort and very good performance. I think that is the way that we want to work. And how pleased were you with the reaction from the Chelsea fans as well when you came out oh, pre-match? Fantastic, fantastic. Very, I think, very happy. The, the fans were very, very, you know, uh, supportive, and they always, you know, show the belief in the team, even when it was tough from the beginning on the on the game. But um, yes, and to say thank you because I think it was fantastic atmosphere on the on the on the Stamford Bridge. Speaking of Harry Kane, the former Spurs frontman has given his first press conference since moving to Munich. The England captain gave his reasons for leaving Spurs, playing abroad and what he hopes to achieve at Bayern. Of course, it was, it's always going to be a tough decision. I've been at, I was at Tottenham for 19 years of my life, so you know everyone knows that the club is connected with me and with my heart, but... Ultimately, like I said earlier, I'm a professional and I've always pushed myself to my limits and I just felt like the time was right, you know, I needed to be playing at the highest level, I needed to be playing Champions League, playing, win, trying to win titles every year. Um, so when I, when I thought about it and obviously Bayern got in touch, it was a decision I wanted to, wanted to make and um, of course the people would talk about the record and talk about Shearer, but look, I'm... Yeah, I've got plenty of football left in, in my career. For now, it's to concentrate on trying to achieve things here, trying to push myself, trying to push the team and try and reach new levels with this club. And that's what my focus is on right now. Obviously, I've spent my whole career and my whole life uh, in England and in the, in the Premier League. So 
Uh, it might take uh, a bit of adapting to get used to a new league and playing against different teams. As you saw yesterday with Leipzig, they've got some great teams in this league and it's going to be a real challenge. I know uh, everyone expects Bayern Munich just to, to walk away and, and win the league every year, but I think, uh, as you've seen, the teams are improving and it's getting tougher and tougher. So uh, it's a challenge every season and uh, for me it's just about settling in as comfortable as possible, understanding the different types of teams, the way I have to play and adapt. And I've done that throughout my, my whole career, whether it's with uh, Tottenham or with the national team. Uh, and I'll do that here. The Kane theme continues now as the England captain made his Bayern Munich debut in Saturday's 3-0 German Super Cup defeat to RB Leipzig. The Suns football editor Charlie Wyatt was at the game. Spoke about Kane's move to Bayern Munich with Sean Custis and Harry Winter on the first ever Sunday edition show. How about that? Have a listen. He is all about the football and everything around it. And I think he realises that, you know, particularly as a a marquee signing, you know, the the Bundesliga signing of the season, of the summer, he really does have to to try and do that and and fit in. And he'll love... um, He'll love Munich. He'll love Bavaria. Not a crazy city like Berlin. So I think it will really suit Harry. There's some golf courses around here as well that I'm sure uh, he's probably already uh, finding out about. So I think he'll fit in fine. Uh, Whether he's here for four years, I'm not so sure. But certainly I think he'll give it a good two years. I think it'll be a big success. And I don't think he'll have any regrets whatsoever about leaving Tottenham or England. The game is about glory, to sort of paraphrase Spurs' motto. It's not about breaking goal-scoring records. It is about having those trophies. And Kane is going to go there. It's not about the Bundesliga. This has to be about the Champions League. He's probably got three to four shots left at the elite competition. Also, the, the Ballon d'Or, I assume. He's, he wants to chase that as well. So I can completely understand why he's going. I, I would have understood slightly more if he'd gone to a Real Madrid... But is but if Mbappe is going to go there, yeah. then this was his most sensible portfolio. And I think also, just finally on this, his respect for the Tottenham fans, and also this is Daniel Levy doesn't want to sell to an English club. I think it would have been difficult for Kane to go to a Manchester United. He obviously couldn't go to Chelsea, certainly not Arsenal. So I think there's a lot of respect there for for Kane. Following Anthony Joshua's victory over Robert Hellenius, it was live on Talksport on Saturday night. Former two-way UFC champion Conor McGregor gave his reaction to AJ's win to Gareth A. Davis. We came, we seen, and Anthony Joshua conquered. Conor McGregor, what do you think of Anthony Joshua's performance? Greatest downwards, he took his time, landed a big blow. This is a dangerous sport, Gareth. You understand that? People don't understand that. Fair play and big respect to Hellenius coming in, taking on a short nose, giving us all a show, putting on a good fight. It was a tough, tough uh, chess match for AJ to figure out. But greatness down, mighty Carl, a lovely shot. I'm happy for him, happy for the UK, happy for Forger Estelle, and onwards we go. To the game day breakfast show now, an ex-Chelsea and Ireland striker Tony Cascarino gave his thoughts on all the weekend sporting headlines. 
And it's finished Everton nil, Fulham won. The same old problems for Everton. They had so many chances, but they simply couldn't put the ball in the back of the net, and that left them open to a sucker punch in the second half, which was delivered by Bobby decordova Reed. I would say Everton, out of any club in the Premier League, are screaming out for a nine that can oh, convert yeah. goals. Yeah, yeah. Because Neil Mopay isn't the answer. And yes, you could say decisions and poor finishing. Uh, certainly the, the goal that was disallowed is quite remarkable to me because Tarkovsky doesn't do a lot wrong or doesn't do anything wrong goalkeeper leaves his position and comes to collect the ball and And spills it yeah spills it the bottom line is if Everton don't sign a striker that they can find wherever they can in football to get goals Everton will be fighting relegation yes Dominic Calvert-Lewin still injured still injured and look which is a huge problem now I've said it all along how long do you stay with a player that is continually injured you can't rely on him. Now, yeah. for whatever reason, Calvert-Lewin has missed way too much football. And I, I get you can have a serious injury, but clubs can't stop. C- clubs can't wait for players to be ready and be fit again. Sheffield United nil, Crystal Palace won. It should really have been more comfortable for Palace. Not that uh, Sheffield United didn't make it uncomfortable for them at times, uh, particularly in the first half, but once Palace went in front after the break, there was going to be only one winner here. Sheffield United have have done what I look at them and think you've lost, obviously, Endai going to Marseille, you're losing players, Sandra Berger's Mm -hmm, gone, mm -hmm. Uh, you know, you're you're losing players and they haven't done much reinvesting in in the team. Um, and I do think it's going to be one long season for a team that's got promoted. And I've been to Bramwell Lane a number of times, um, especially when Chrissy Wilder was there, because obviously I know Chris and, and, and saw the enthusiasm of the fan base. That could go really quickly at Bramwell Lane. Mm. I just think they're, they're a side that are going to be really bad. And it was always going to be tough, but there hasn't been... Is that massive difference of what Forrest did and went for a lot of players because they felt they had to and it kept them up and then doing relatively very little and that's what Sheffield have done in my opinion. Now with their reaction to all of the weekend's football we head to the final word. The first one, ironically, so the first final word doesn't make sense. With DJ Majestic, a former West Ham Palace and Newcastle manager, Alan I Can't Dance at Wembley Pardew. Newcastle 5, Aston Villa 1. Fantastic result for Newcastle in the season opener. They spent so many years of not getting near anything. So, you know, it is a blessing. And whatever your views are about the Saudi Arabian money and the, the league that they're building there, that's a different question and different. And morally, you could look at it differently. But for Newcastle, it's been unbelievable for the city. Forget about the football club. For a second. That whole city lives and breathes that football yeah. club. The whole community has risen. The business is better. People are happier. People are going in their jobs, producing more, manufacturing more. It's fantastic. And long may it continue. Into Saka, edge of the penalty area. Goes past. Left footing. Drives the ball into the top left-hand corner of the net with a majestic finish from a majestic player. And the Emirates Stadium stood as one. I think Arsenal, they look like the biggest challenges to Man City I don't think they're anywhere near Man City myself you know in terms of winning the league this year because I think Man City are going to be buoyed by that Champions League victory and the treble their confidence is going to be so so high and be very difficult to overcome them this year but Arsenal look like the closest 
Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And of course, don't forget tonight, TalkSpot brings you live and exclusive commentary of the big one, in the Premier League as Man United get their season underway at Old Trafford against Wolverhampton Wanderers. Here are the thoughts of Eric Ten Hag and the new Wolves boss, Gary O'Neill. I think um, we couldn't expect this where we are now. When we look back for one year, we ended where we ended. Uh, third place, uh, losing FA Cup final, uh, where it was probably was more to get and winning another trophy. We show that we could beat all the good teams, the best teams in the world. I think from there on we have a good, really good foundation. And now we have to work on that we are do it consistently. I can't talk for the players today, obviously, but I enjoyed it. So I enjoyed today's session. They worked hard again, a focus around us at the moment. Obviously, we have we have Man United coming that we're going to do some real good work on the next couple of days, but important that got into the lads the first two days, what I expect us to look like. Two days is not very long, but we've we've got some good work done. So um, they've they've given absolutely everything so far. Worked their socks off yesterday. Another tough session today, and then we'll we'll start to taper down a little bit to get them ready for for Monday night when um, yeah we can see exactly where we're at. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. There will, of course, be another one of these. And the Austin TalkSport Daily Podcast at first in the morning. Do what you've got to do to get it. Make sure you join me and Benny at 4pm on Drive for another packed show. But until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.